Get ready for another episode of The Awake Space. I'm Lori Rivers, your host. And this is where you come for inspiration to help you with your aspirations and get some of the most important astrological information you can find on the internet to make sure you're up to date with the latest going-ons up there. Because as above, so below. It's my birthday week. That's right. My birthday is on Wednesday, July 21st. I was born the day the men were coming back from the moon 52 years ago. I don't know. 52 used to sound really old, but I don't feel old. So now it doesn't sound old. Maybe that's just how life works. I don't know. Anyway, in this episode, besides talking about my birthday, uh, we're going to talk about the um, July wind-up astrology, because this July is kind of kicking off with a bang in a different kind of way. So, um, just so you know, the, the, I'm recording this while the moon is still in Scorpio. I'm recording it on the early hours of Monday morning. But by 2 p.m. Pacific, the moon will be in Sagittarius. And we're in the first quarter phase of the moon, which is sometimes a little gritty. Sometimes a little gritty. It's, uh, it's where we're kind of not quite there yet. And we can see the goal in mind. And it's like, ah just not there yet. So if you've got some doubts or stuff as you're listening to this, you're wondering if you're on the right track, hold tight, hold tight. It's just all part of the process. So on Wednesday, besides being my birthday and solar return, um, in the afternoon, the moon ingresses um, into Capricorn around 3 p.m. ish Pacific. And by 6 p.m., Venus ingresses into Virgo. So when Venus makes her ingress into Virgo, it's going to be a very different kind of energy. We move from the big and bold, beautiful Leo energy, which really got shortchanged this year because of all the the action with the Aquarius-Taurus debacle. But we now move into a little more subdued, more refined, on point. Remember, Greta Garbo was a Virgo. And what did she used to say? You guys may not even know who Greta Garbo is. Um, She was before my time. She was a silver screen actress. And uh, she was known for saying, I want to be alone. And that may be how some people are feeling with uh, Venus and Virgo is about refinement. Critical eye doesn't mean being critical. It means you look at things on how to improve them, repurpose them, remake them, refashion them. Uh, People will take that as, hey, I'm not good enough. And then Virgo will say, well, you can always be better. You can always make yourself better. Why settle for where you're at? So that energy is coming into play. We'll be more focused on our health, more focused on wellness, Um, obviously we've got COVID 
numbers shooting up. We're going to be having more restrictions, but I don't see a lockdown. I know a lot of astrologers are saying we're going to get locked down end of July. And the reason for that is because on the 27th, we have uh, Jupiter ingressing back into Aquarius. I don't, I don't think we will, though. I don't think the authorities are going to do the right thing. And yes, I believe the right thing would be a lockdown. We could prevent a whole lot if we just decided to be honest about our society and culture and say, all of it's made up. We can refashion it any way we want. And in order to benefit the greatest number of people, we're going to do the right thing. And we're going to lock it down. But nope, nope, nope. We're not going to do that. That's why I needed a mental health break this weekend. That's why I took the entire of Saturday off. Um, While the moon was in my 12th, I went shopping. I don't suggest that under normal circumstances. I normally suggest having some quiet alone time during a 12th house moon transit. But you know, some retail therapy did me a world of good. So um, it was a time I had and when I could go do her. So... Now we're looking at um, that. We've got the full moon on Friday the 23rd in Aquarius. It is not in Capricorn. It's in Aquarius at one degree Aquarius. Now, there's a couple of interesting things about that. We've got the manifestations we set out in December of 2020 with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. Now... That was at zero degrees Aquarius. So this full moon at zero, well, one degree Aquarius is going to kind of see some fruition of those. You're going to get a glimmer of those. That's a 20 year cycle. So um, you may not see the whole thing, but you're certainly going to see some evidence of what you were trying to manifest show up. Um, And, and... It's giving us a glimmer from that new moon in Aquarius uh, that we had during Aquarius season. So this is kind of a fruition of those six months goals. So you'll be seeing some stuff around that. Again, the 27th, Jupiter ingresses into Aquarius. And um, I think we're going to have more focus on the digital world, digital life, software. Um, again, we need to restructure our, our society. And we have to do that both on an interior level and an exterior level. So we're going to see some, see some news around that. We're also going to see popular uprisings with that. There's going to be political um, rhetoric around collectivism, around people power, because uh, Jupiter rules rhetoric. That's any kind of marketing or debate. Jupiter is going to be up on that. And then on the 30th, um, Mars ingresses into Virgo and joins Venus in Virgo. And so we're going to be actively doing some preparation. Um, this is harvest energy. This is preparing for the winter this is preserving things making things again a focus on health we're going to see more and more talk about covid other strains 
of the virus. We're going to see more and more things go down across the globe. Um, by the way, I, again, I just got the Patreon forecast out there for the moon in Sagittarius. This is Monday the 19th, and I honestly see some real big political happenings, some big events happening over the next couple of days. Um, oh, especially when the moon is in opposition to the north node, which means it's on the south node. We're going to be seeing some stuff, from my perspective, seeing stuff overseas. We're going to see announcements from overseas we're going to see news from overseas from from the charts i ran for my location in california um i haven't run a, any other locations i'm sorry guys i just i'm i'm reading natal charts and writing forecasts for my patrons i don't have time to look at all the locations um if you want to know what's going to happen for you or you personally, the best thing you could do is go book a reading with me, you know, and you can do that through the link in the description here and get on my schedule um, or get into my Patreon and show up to a coffee with Lori. You can ask questions, ask questions in the Discord or hang out um, with us there. You can also join at Living by Luna or Cosmic Surfers. And Cosmic Surfers is where I talk about the metaphysics of the astrology. So that's something you can do as well. Um, we're looking at quite a bit. And then in August, the, the big event that we're going to be waiting on is Uranus stationing retrograde. Ah, hell, it's my podcast. Uranus is stationing retrograde. So Uranus is backing up. And it's going to be moving back through Taurus. Now, it doesn't really move backwards. I say this for every retrograde. It's in apparent retrograde motion. From our geocentric, that means Earth-centered perspective, we're looking up at the sky and that planet appears to be moving backwards. It's not really moving backwards. We know that. Astrologers know that. Scientists don't get to go, aha, gotcha. No, we know. But we also shape our reality from our perceptions. And um, everybody has a unique set of perceptions. That's why you have warring rhetoric. That's why you have politics. And sometimes those perceptions collide. And we're going to see a lot more of that heading into the fall. So there's going to be the sense that you need to prepare for something. We're already hearing people talk about that. And you do. What? Well, I'll give you my best guesses a little later in the podcast. Um, I've been saying it all along. I would like to remind you I'm on the record saying wear your masks back on May 1. Back on May 1. I was so mad when the CDC said, oh, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. And I was like... Well, okay, most of the population still isn't vaccinated at that point. Why the hell would you say that? Even if it's true, even if it's scientifically true, that is not the point. And when you follow the actual scientists who study this stuff, who don't work for any government agency, all they do is study virology or immunology, and they're wearing masks and they're vaccinated, that's a clue. That's a clue. And if you believe in all the conspiracy theories and you don't like what I have to say, 
that's fine. You don't have to listen to me. Go listen to some QAnoner because I'm not it. In fact, I have no patience left for it anymore. I have none. I have none because the astrology I see coming in the fall is pretty serious. And um, I've been pretty spot on with my predictions. And I really hope I'm wrong with what I'm seeing for the fall. It just about wore me out looking at those charts. It just made me tired because it just shows that something that's so preventable is gonna is is likely to occur which doesn't mean it will we're still a ways out and remember every single decision we make in the present is what helps shape the future so hopefully we are going to use the venus in virgo and mars in virgo energy in a way that prevents some of the lesser desired options how's that that's what I'm hoping. I'm going to talk about that in the full moon. I want to talk about the full moon in this episode. Because I think there's some real magic there. And I think I would like to put my focus on that. Is it is it bypassing? And I don't want to think about October. No. It's not. October is going to come no matter what. The astrology is what it is. But it can express in a multitude of ways. And I'd rather focus on something that can help that energy express in a more positive way because from what I'm looking at now and from the perspective I'm looking at it now I would love to be wrong so let's take a look at that um but first I'm gonna read out the new patrons because we got a bunch All right, as always, this doesn't happen without my patrons, and I am so excited to share that we've got a whole bunch of new ones. We've got Jennifer, we've got Lo, we've got B Journey, we've got Sabrina, uh, we've got Lauren, Casey, Marcy, Lala, Jocelyn, Kate, Mama Bear. Erica, Molly, Liz, Cloud, Logan, Allison, Daria, Angelica, Nancy, Meredith, Angela, Nicole, Janie, Delmyra. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, so what's been popping in the discard? We've been having a very active discussion about preparing for winter because climate change is here. Um, big shout out to uh, Absolute because Absolute has uh, been helping me out and uh, is helping making things comfy, comfy and cozy. Let's see, we've had some discussions around uh, feeling responsible about healing, being being healers. A lot of people in the awakening chat have been talking about what's going on, um, how they're feeling. Uh, people are looking at changing jobs and feeling the need to get ready again for winter is the big thing. We've been talking about generators and other fun stuff. Um, People have been talking about their charts, which is great. We've got um, 
got the astro astro classroom fun where having people go placement by placement sign in house with memes and this one has been pretty funny um gotta get back to having it we're on mars right now but feel free to go through that if you're on discord but anyway just a big big thank you to every single one of you who supports not only this podcast but the tiktok um, shenanigans that goes on there i know i slowed down a little bit there i really needed that time off so once again i want to thank all of you um, if you want to be a patron, you can see the link in the description to the podcast. So let's talk about the full moon. The full moon is in Aquarius. Now, this full moon is not squaring off with Uranus, Uranus. Um, same planet, different pronunciations, they're both correct. Um, this is uh, innovative. This is really kind of sharp, bright, full, um, and not just full moon, but, but a full resolution. This is, this is a kickoff energy. This is innovative energy. This is manifesting something that's really forward thinking, community based. Um, wherever Aquarius falls in your chart will be illuminated by this. Uh, it's first house would be the, your sense of self, like really seeing yourself and your progress in a new light, all you Aquarian risings, you've been through a lot. Um, and that would be if you started at zero degrees Aquarius in your chart. So if, if you have, you know, a zero degree Aquarius rising, this moon is illuminating your rising. Um, if you have like a 15 degree Aquarius rising, it's in your 12th house. So I'm not using whole signs, but so just keep that in mind. Um, the second house is about security and creating security for yourself. The third house is about communication and, and kind of busyness, running around, doing errands, communicating, um, like local travel, like, you know, like I said, errands, running around, going to the post office, going to the store, um, you texts, emails, it's, it's a busy day. Um, fourth house is home, family, those types of matters. Fifth house is risk-taking. Um, it's anything you do that you deal with rejection or the possibility it won't complete because it deals with, with putting yourself out there, right? So whether it's dealing with kids or performance or um, gambling or dating, um, that's all a risk, right? You have the risk of rejection. Sixth house is work, health, and service. And why would work and health and service all be related? Well, often we're in service to others. And if we overdo it, we get sick, right? If we don't take out our self-care days, we get sick. So those are all very much integrally tied together. Uh, seventh house is how we commit to ourselves and others and how we are in commitment 
It is the house of marriage. But I think in today's world, it's important to see it for what it is, which is commitment. That could be a best friend, um, a roommate. It could be it's somebody we're not related to that we're committed to. It could be a business partner, that kind of thing. Eighth house is how we transform. It's usually a deep psychological process. Um, it's also magic, you know. So if the, you've got it happening in your eighth house you're really able to manifest something pretty cool. Um, so you might want to think back to what you were trying to manifest for December 21st um, during that time or in the Aquarius new moon period. Um, you can Google that when that happened. You're capable of it. You don't have to ask me. When was the Aquarius new moon? Google that. 2021 at that part. Um, ninth house is expanding experiences. It's learning. You're learning new skills or you're teaching. You could be publishing something. Um, I like to describe the third ninth house axis as the third house is the writing. The ninth house is the publishing. So it's putting it out there. You've got a soapbox. It's time to highlight it or learn about it or get more information, get more skills. The... Tenth house is how we deal with authority and how we own our authority in the world, how people see us as an authority. We don't always see that authority in ourselves. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, the eleventh house is hopes, dreams, aspirations, inspiration, groups, and associations. So it's your wider community. Um, it's a bigger, wider net of friends. It's people you're not related to but you're connected to in some way. You might have a shared interest, a shared hobby, a shared career path or, you know, discipline. Um, it could be your local community, not your yeah, exact neighborhood, but like your wider community. And why would community goals, dreams, hopes, and aspirations all fall together? Because you can't achieve anything without supporters. Okay, so it's where we give and get support in a wider way. And then the 12th house is our fears and anxieties as well as our connection to source and spirit. And you, it's really, really important if, if you're releasing your fears and anxieties that you build some kind of faith. Faith is not religion. Faith is a connection to the all that is. Um, you, you don't ha There's no way to do that wrong, guys. You can't do it wrong. There's a lot of people who have left organized religion but brought the dogma with them. So this need to be a paragon of virtue, this need to be some kind of perfect example, or this, you know, like you have to be a good person. If you're worried about a good person, you are already a good person. Because bad people don't worry about being bad. If you're regretting past decisions or you made mistakes, you know, everybody does. If you're letting that be the reason you're not moving forward in life, you're screwing yourself over. Knock it off. Um, that's a lot of the theme of this Sagittarius moon where we're looking at the stories as I'm recording this. Um, know that the moon is in Scorpio, but you're probably listening to this after two o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time. Maybe you're not, but if you are on January, or sorry, January, July 19th, 2 p.m., 2.08 p.m., the moon ingresses into Sagittarius, and it makes an immediate square to Jupiter and Pisces, and it's, it's, it's making us take a look at 
kind of the, the situations that look bigger in the mirror, where we're making a mountain out of a molehill. If you're blaming yourself because you stole some candy when you were eight, let that shit go. That you, you are not forever branded a thief, okay? If you broke up with someone because you wanted to be with someone else and it didn't work out, knock it off, beat yourself up. Okay, shit happens. All you can do is live in the present moment. Beating yourself up over the past doesn't help, okay? If, if you once had feelings for someone and you don't anymore, guilt does not fix that, all right? It doesn't fix that. So I'm not telling everybody to suddenly become a narcissist, but I would like to say that some of the accusations I see people um, throwing towards people saying they're narcissists is saying, I want somebody to do something I want them to do and they're not doing it. There's a big difference between somebody being abusive and somebody not giving you what you want. Okay. So if people are messing with you and they're verbally abusive, psychologically abusive, that's one thing. But if somebody has boundaries and you want them, like if you do a lot for them and then you say, hey, can you do this for me? And they say no. It's still your boundaries that need the work. If it's not mutual and you want mutual, stop bitching about them not doing it and put up some boundaries. Full moon in Aquarius can help you with that. Um, boundaries are a good thing. I know I have Libra moon. I often overgive. It was one of the reasons I was totally tapped out. And um, I was overgiving in my readings. And there's a reason I have one hour readings and one and a half hour readings and they're priced how they are. And so from now on, I am holding to my timer. I'm not going to go over like I've been going because it's, it's not a fair exchange. If I'm getting tired, it's not a fair exchange. So um, speaking of though, I still have a discount for you. It is save $55. I'll put the code in the description. And you can save 55 bucks. It makes the natal reading, which is the natal chart, the personal reading on my website. It makes it an even 100 bucks. And you can enjoy that. Um, it's a great reading. You get walked around your birth chart. I love doing that. You know, it's rudimentary astrology. And people are still like, oh my God, you're so accurate. It's honestly not even the complex astrology. But it says so much. And I love being able to show people um, just how rich their lives can be and are when you look at it from certain perspectives. When you can see the totality of who you are. That's a pretty cool thing. Both your challenges and your opportunities. That, that's an amazing gift. I love doing readings for people. But again, I kind of overgave, and that's really what tapped me out. It was the overgiving on the sessions, and um, I just can't do that anymore. I'm reading too much to do that, so we're going to stick to the time at hand. Um, what else is going on? Oh, my birthday. Yeah, that's why I gave that discount code. 
Yeah, my birthday's... Um, I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Um, going to a really nice restaurant called Vibrato. And it is... Um, it's got a jazz component. I've heard there's some very good music there. Um, I've heard good things about the restaurant. So I'm excited to go. And go hang out. I'm going with my daughter and son-in-law. That should be fun. Um, looking forward to a good evening. Also, I'm going out to a birthday lunch as well, which will be pretty nice. So, with a friend. Which will be good. That's kind of it. Um, I'm not doing anything wild and crazy. Um, my shopping trip was wild and crazy enough. My Libra moon is absolutely thrilled. Um, let's see. Oh, Astro Guides. Um, I've got three astro guides up. I'll be working on some more. Just need needed a chance to have a break. I'll also be recording some classes as well. Because I have the four-week workshop coming up, but I understand that there's people who want um, maybe just have some recordings. Although you can take the workshop and join the Discord because the recordings will be in there. You can come ask questions, and I'll probably pop in um, and do do a little... Q&A on top of it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, there's still room in that if you want to sign up. You can do that through the link in my bio as well. Or not bio. I say that on TikTok so much. Um, I do that through the link in my description here. Um, yeah. It's not going to be a long one. I know you're like, oh my god, but Venus and Leo ingressing. What's that going to do? literally going to have us just chill out um, a little bit. It's going to be less bold. We're going to be... I think you might see people kind of anxious as well. Um, there's probably a lot of people going to have to return to the office. and I think we're going to see more and more people refuse that as the COVID numbers come out. People aren't going to feel safe to go back to offices, especially ones with central air, etc., um, and then again, the preparing for winter. And that's a big one. We're going to see the weather turn pretty fast mid-August mid, mid in some areas. Fall is just going to show up. We're not going to have a delayed summer. And I'm not talking about the West Coast. I'm talking about the um, upper Midwest, nor Northeast, and even some of the Southwest is going to see some, some real interesting weather happen. So... Um, now is the time to start getting ready. You're probably feeling it. People with strong intuition are already feeling it, but they've been talking about it. So that's what's up in this episode. Um, next episode, I'm going to be talking more about the Virgo, Venus, and Mars action, and we'll have an interview with someone in the wellness industry. Good friend of mine, Hannah Grather, who is an outstanding yoga instructor who got her certification from Carpalo, which is a, a very esteemed uh, yoga training institute. And so we're going to be talking about what you could do with some of the stress in your body and how it impacts you. Um, she is a patron and it'll be a very special patron shout out. So look forward to the next episode where I talk more about 
Venus and Mars and Virgo and how that's going to play out as we go along the next couple of weeks. But for now, look forward to that full moon. If you're on Patreon, let's start talking about that and how to maximize that energy. If you're not, make sure you catch me on TikTok. I'm going live nightly this week.